Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. Did you know the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all of the social media outlets? Give us a like, follow, share, subscribe, or even a review if you're feeling generous. Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. It is Tuesday. You know what that means. It is me, your boy, Big Tasty, joined, well, joined by two lovely people today. I've got, not only have I got Jay. Hello, Jay. Hello. My voice has returned. Your voice has returned, and so has Faye. Faye's back. Hello, Faye. Hi. Hello. Hello. I'm, glad, I'm glad that I... I got to stay for, for the first time in a long time. We've got three people on the podcast, which is phenomenal. Um, yeah. Hello. Three Happy people who asked for input. Well, it just takes the pressure off me. It means I don't have to talk as much, yeah. which I enjoy because I can just be lazy. Um, so, yeah, I think we, we're going to have to crack. Normally, we do a little bit of banter, don't we? A little bit of sort of how was your week? Yeah. How was Popeyes? You know, we, we had a big Popeyes talk uh, last week. It was, was great. Um, I'm still but, not been. Oh, mate, you've got to go. We're not getting back you into that. I'm, 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 not getting, I'm not getting drawn back into Popeyes, Jeff. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go to Popeyes. I might order it tomorrow as a treat. Fair. Um, right, we'll go straight into wrestling, into our week in wrestling, because there was a lot of wrestling on this week. We had we had an entire an entire Wrestle Kingdom. We had a New Year's Dash, I believe it was called. Yes. Uh, I didn't then, watch that. And then we had three AEW shows. Um, just a bit and of... We had dub- the- What's that? And we had GCW. And GCW. Do you want to talk about anything from WWE before we before we crack in, or do we just not care? Um, I mean, we'll we'll address it in the news, I guess. I have okay. no idea what happened. <laughs> oh yeah, no yeah, no I'm idea. Talking, I'm talking about from an, on, from an, from an on-screen perspective. Oh I, no, I that shit, no, no. All right, I mean, I'm sure Bray Wyatt did some promo or something. Sammy looked like a kick puppy. That's what I got from that week. From this week. That's it. Yeah, so something about Roman Reigns telling Sammy off. So I only ever watch WWE through the lens of Sarah watching it when I'm like doing something else. Normally I'm playing a game or something or I'm watching YouTube videos on my computer. And it's honestly, every time I turn my head, it just appears to be like either the bloodline or just, it just all blurs into like a big like congealed mess of like the bloodline or something else happening. I was about to say, it used to be all Judgment Day, didn't it? That's well, like yeah. what it was. Oh, um, taking a joke. Ju- ju- this, this isn't on TV, but um, apparently Dom got um, engaged. He did. Uh, uh, Rhea's going to be fuming. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I, I, I like to think, you know, like, you know, normally, like, the fella has to ask the girl's dad. I like to think his partner had to ask Rhea. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> I had to ask his, his uh, mommy and papi, Rhea and buddy. <laughs> I, to ask I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there we go. That's only WWE news. Um, Sub Mysterio got um, engaged. Subnick Mysterio. That's the Subnick. Uh, right then, uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Do you want to kick it off, Faye? You're you're our resident new expert, I'd say. I, I'm definitely not, but I'm a. I, I'll proudly take the. Um, I mean, in that you have a new Japan Kenny world subscription. In that you have a new Japan world subscription, you 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 are more more okay. qualified than me. So. Yeah. Um, before I go into this inevitable, like absolute screaming fangirl of what was Kenny and Will. Um, one of my highlights of Wrestle Kingdom was Zack Sabre Jr.'s match. 
Uh, my, highlight, so my highlight of Wrestle Kingdom was Zack Sabre Jr. calling Richie Sunak a wanker and telling him to pay nurses. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Based Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> that was the best. Like <laughs> half the world away. And then Kevin Kelly didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> Chris <laughs> Charlton's like, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr. is just the best. Eddie. That was. He, lo- he looks like, like a 90s villain. That was such a hair. good match as well. Like Zack Sabre Jr. versus Renarita was. Oh. Because it was a bit of a shaky start to the show. Like they, they had like a couple of big multi-man matches, didn't they? And like it didn't really, nothing really settled in. And then like that, that then Zach and Junior go for that. That opener was quite good. Zach and Junior came out, and it was like, okay, now it's time. Now it's now it's big boy time. Yeah, it, I think Wrestle Kingdom really kicked off when like I, his match did. I mean, before that, we had Monet Banks. Oh. I, I was gonna say we had Kyrie, Kyrie was phenomenal. Yeah, once Sam Nakano. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's so stiff. People shouldn't bend like yeah. that. So this was my <laughs> first time seeing Kyrie wrestle outside of WWE. Um, Kyrie's had like one match like that in WWE. It was the May Young Classic final where like she did a dive and landed on like the ramp and had like a great mark across her face, like from where she like face planted on the ramp. And she, you know when you watch. Sorry, go on. Oh, I was going to say, she still went on a one. It's great. It's like, you know, when you watch something and you watch like a match like that and you realise how much WWE have slept on someone. And it happened, it does happen like more, yeah. more often than not. But like, that was one of them things where I was like, oh my fucking God. Like, yeah. that well, it's was bad that, like, so New, New Japan are now going to sell out their show off the back of Sasha versus, or sorry, Mercedes versus Carrie. And they WWE, crashed the site. WWE had both of those women on the roster and did nothing <laughs> with them. Yeah. Yeah. And I, think they, I think they only met in WWE in a tag match as well, if I'm right. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. They had a few tag matches with um, Asuka like, and Kyrie. It's, it's, like it's like the Asuka. time when they, when they had both the heroes wrestling on the roster and didn't have them tag team, except for once on a house <laughs> show and never showed it to anyone. <laughs> Except for one sort of dark match that we didn't film. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Like, should we turn this camera on? Like, nah, this isn't important. So, oh, yeah, let's, uh, let's do heroes of wrestling versus Seth Rollins and CM Punk. Well, Rollins is NXT champ and Punk's WWE champ. Should we film it? Nah. Nah, it'd be all right. It's fine. Nah, no one, no one needs it. to see this shit. <laughs> he did have heroes of wrestling actually reunite once on Cassius Ono's slash Chris Heroes like twentieth anniversary in wrestling. All right, Swiss like surprised him on again on a house show. <laughs> did the Kings of Wrestling like high five? I was like, "You motherfuckers putting this on a house show again?" Like, I, I think it's all Swiss is doing, you know. Johnny Ace <laughs> just backstage burning the footage out of spite. It's like no one's ever going to see this. <laughs> uh, right, so should we should we talk about should we get straight to the to the meat, which is of course. Probably match of the year already. <laughs> Tamatonga and Carl Anderson. Tamatonga yeah, versus the... Carl Anderson. Yeah. No. <laughs> Let's not talk about that trash oh, fire. Um, Sad sour boy noises. <laughs> it's all right. We'll get it about five times on Raw a fucking month. When I'm trying not to think about that, you know. We'll talk about that in the news. Imagine trying to sign Tamatonga just so you can run that match back. Like, imagine imagine watching that match and going, "This is what we need. This is this right here. <laughs> this is what we need. This will put but us over that, the top. This will kill off Tony Khan." Does that not track for for Vince McMahon though? Completely, <laughs> it really does, doesn't it? Yeah, let's let's look at the. I, I want the guy who's in the worst match on this show signed in, within a week. <laughs> like, now, of course, we are going to talk obviously and extensively about Will Ospreay versus Kenny by God Omega. 
Oh my god. What a match this was. Okay, my first takeaway from very early on in the match, these two guys did more with one single table than most wrestlers do <laughs> with like an entire like matches where the weapons yeah they did so much (laughs) at one point so like it starts off with like will getting like smashed into it as jay as eloquently put like the the star casino royale and then like (laughs) a little bit later they go back to it great shining impression off kenny as well kenny holds it up and doing the hers johnny was phenomenal (laughs) and then later on he's trying to like post will osprey's face through it like he's a fucking lecky bill oh my god oh my word it was it was stupendous so i know obviously a lot of criticisms of Will Ospreay come from the fact that you know, the, it's a match with Ricochet which basically made Vader so angry that he you know flew over to England to beat him up um, <laughs> but this but this, this match proved I think once and for all that Will Ospreay is much more than just this Buckeye like Jesus Christ this match had everything see yeah. for me if if like one his Okada match at Wrestle Kingdom last year and his match with Orange Cassidy didn't already prove that then go fuck yourself. And I'm not the biggest fan of Will Osprey, but like I think in it, well within his right, he'd already like well proved to himself that he was like the guy. But this is, and I went into this match thinking Kenny's going to lose. You know they're not going to like they're not going to do Will like this. My God, oh, Kenny won. Oh, it was great. I was elated. But I, at the same time, I was thinking, well. Bringing Kenny back, that's a big deal. It's Kenny's first match in New Japan in, what, four years? Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, did he have him lose? But then they had Jericho lose his debut. It was, really, it, it was really cool, though, wasn't it? Because, like, obviously, Will Ospreay is, like, the guy now in New Japan. He's, like, the guy, he's like the big name on the market. Top baby face. But then, but then Kenny comes back and he's like, yeah, but I was the guy when this shit was, like, off the chain. Yeah. I was the guy when we were doing business. And, and, I mean, daddy's, promos, and, daddy's, and daddy's back. <laughs> it was like the promos, like building up to it, where Kenny was just like, I literally like left the kingdom for you to sit on the throne and you've squandered it. I was like, fuck you it. You fucked it up. Calm it the fuck down. <laughs> um, and the, the whole like the niche thing that Will was doing as well, where he made my care kick out of the one winged angel. Like, on a yeah, Rev Pro been, show. Like they've been kind of like teasing this match for about twelve months, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. Just by Twitter beef alone. I mean, because like you say, like we talked about it on Match of the Year, they had that six man match, didn't they, in AW. Mm-hmm. And they, yeah. they sort of they sort of brush past each other like like ships in the night. They had these like mm-hmm. little fleeting exchanges and you could and they were laying the groundwork there, which was beautiful. And like can we go we just take a moment as well to acknowledge that both these guys came out as like video game inspired attire. Matthew loved Will's Assassin's Creed gear, to be oh, honest. I mean, I'm, cool. pre- I'm pretty sure Will Ospreay hasn't seen the Assassin's Creed film because if he did, he would never stop crying. But um, <laughs> goddamn, that's it's a weird, such a weird franchise to be fixated on. I think Assassin's Creed. I love Assassin's yeah. Creed, but like, yeah, I love yeah. Assassin's Creed, yeah, but, but it's also I wouldn't. It wouldn't be my go-to wrestling game. No one's saying to the, no one's saying to their mom, "Mom, get me the Altair costume for Christmas, please." I, I'd be I'd be dressing up like the Chad from Backyard Wrestling Four. <laughs> oh God, no, thank you. Uh, but I mean, Kenny Sephiroth. Kenny Sephiroth gear was more. It was. So, oh. so I'm coming. I'm coming out to One Winged Angel as well. Yeah, he he, he, he he literally looked like like a final boss of a JRPG when he walked out. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, that's I, I was I was thinking if he comes out to like Devil Sky, that's gonna be cool as shit. 
And when he came out to like actual Final Fantasy VII, I was like, oh my God. Well, he came out to Devil Sky at the press conference the day before. He didn't even come out to like his AEW. New Year's Dash, do we know? I haven't watched that yet because I don't think I'll I'll recover. Um, And you know, Carter tagging the Like, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna save that for when I'm really sad. There's only one Kenny and... moment that we need now in 2023, and you know what that is. Yeah. Oh, don't. It's gonna be your problem. Like you guys are gonna have to deal with me. 2023 okay. it could be I a golden think... year. <laughs> oh. I, I reckon they'll reunite at Forbindo. I, um, I, th- I, I think. I want months I of think... teasers on BCE. That's what I want. I think we're getting Kenny versus Osprey. Two are forbidden door. I think that's where Kenny puts Osprey over. Probably in the main. Like I was. I, I, oh, with I don't you, know. Though, with, Kenny with puts someone. Kenny puts Osprey over in AEW. I mean, Osprey, I mean put, Osprey put Kenny over in News. So. Yeah, yeah but yeah. News is like Kenny's fucking like. <laughs> it's his house. It's like his time, <laughs> yeah. That he has like. In Japan, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I was. I, I, like, well, like I said, I was. I was kind of shocked that Kenny won because he was. He was. He wasn't. He's not. He's not officially signed, you know. He's not like a New Japan talent, but he does have it in his contract. Him and the Bucks have it in his con- in their contracts that they can go and wrestle for New Japan whenever they want. But That's like a re- specific. In I their suppose contract. Wrestle Kingdom is kind of like you know understandable that they won't want to go there. I mean, f- fair play to, to AEW. They they let them. They basically postponed the best seven series so that they could go and do this, which was which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Although seeing Brandon Cutler all by himself on BT this week made me really sad. I haven't watched BTE yet. Oh, it just starts yeah. with Cutler. It just starts with Cutler doing like the travel, but he's just by himself because the book, the book's Aww. on. Oh, yeah, because Matt went to Disneyland, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish he'd have gone to the dome. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I mean, talk about a few more like really cool bits of this match. Obviously, the the DDT spot on the on the turnbuckle was was exceptionally Horrible. horrendous. So <laughs> I went and got a cup Horrifying. of tea, right? <laughs> I went and got a cup of tea, and I didn't even make it. I just went and got it from the kitchen. And I came back and Will Osprey was pouring with blood and I was like, what the fuck have it I was, It was weird because they did it. I think they, they covered the blade job really well, but also made it really obvious. <laughs> when, um, when, when um, United Empire was checking on him on the outside. Yeah, like United Empire like surrounded them and was checking on him. And it was like, on one, on one point, it was like, okay, that's really clever because they all look really concerned. But then the fact that they were all just stood there, like over him, not like kneeling down to see if he was yeah. all right. TJP was there as well. Um, <laughs> TJP is also there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, top highlight from that match TJP shitting himself on Osprey's pyro. Yeah. That was fucking hilarious. When he comes out trying to look like some like moody little emo kid, and yeah. then it just like the pyro went off and he went, oh! Yeah, <laughs> everyone getting scared by Pyro at that point though. Like in in Wrestle Kingdom, it it went off, didn't it? Like a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised that Mercedes didn't have more Pyro. Well, she didn't have any, did she? No, no. She just had that baller entrance. No, because it makes it sense. Waiting for the she, end. She, she was meant to be like gay crusher, wasn't she? So she she wouldn't necessarily have Pyro set up <laughs> if she was not meant to be there. I I, I loved during that. I loved during that match though, where like Kevin Kelly kept trying to tease it. <laughs> They were going, no, no, yeah, well, yeah, you know, the, the rumors that like Carrie and, and Chris Charlton really was like, Oh, match. yeah, what about this match? Eh, <laughs> yeah, he's like, Oh, the rumors that people have been talking about online, uh, like the worst kept secret. And it's like, Oh, yeah, this this is like the first like women's singles match on Wrestle Kingdom, yeah, worst kept secret, yeah. 
Oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> uh, right, we'll move oh, on. Kevin Kelly. We'll, we'll move on. And basically, what, if you're not what you're trying to say, if you haven't seen this match, Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay, please go and watch it. Uh, it was. It, There's not Meltzer, enough words to do it justice. Melter gave it six point two five stars out of five. It was phenomenal. Yeah, um, yeah we can't even like the We can't even just trying to describe words. Like you say, words can't describe it. It was phenomenal. It was one of the best. You want to words. see Will Ospreay lose his face? Watch this match. One of the I, best I, I don't wrestling matches I've ever seen. All of his face, yes. No. There's still bits of it like stuck that table. <laughs> uh, main event. Um, obviously, it was kind of a how the fuck do you follow that? Um, a card of his I don't think it did. Personally. It was fine. It wasn't. I didn't really do it. I couldn't just get. I couldn't get up for it after that Kenny match. I just... Yeah, I, I haven't. I haven't actually like rewatched the main event yet because, well, I was watching it work, wasn't I? So mm-hmm. I, I was kind of like. I was picking and choosing what matches I was taking time to kind of watch. So that was one that was like, well, I'm, I'm going to have to actually do some work now. The thing is as well, I know it hasn't happened that well. It has, but like I feel like recently, even though it isn't the case, I feel like I've seen so many Okada and Jay White matches, but I haven't. But it just feels only, that way. They've only wrestled five times in New Japan prior to that. Yeah. Which is insane. Only like, five yeah, but that's but, that's like that's like across like four and a half years. Mm, but like, it feels like I've seen them wrestle so much. Yeah, but like every match has been like thirty-five minutes. Mm, they probably got more in-ring time than any other feud in New Japan over the last like four years. Also, I love Okada, but I'm just no, very Jay tired of Okada one, wins. Know. Yeah, but that's a bushy. But yeah, so the Switchblade era is over because with the, with the crushing inevitability of Thanos, um, Okada snaps Jay White's title out of existence and yeah, t- retakes the belt. Um, and Jay White is completely lost. Like, I'm expecting him to just go insane. Well, well he's, he's he's having a, he's having a he, lose 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 new Japan match, isn't he? With Hikaleo, yeah. With Hikaleo, who's Hikaleo, definitely going, going to the Fed, going to the E. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom, how do we how do we all enjoy it overall? Thought it was a very good show. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, it's, obviously, it's I mean, always that, it's that, always like a brilliant show, isn't it? Let's that match honest. was like the tempo, yeah. wasn't it? The Kenny thingy match. Yeah. Even even like the, the other matches, with the exception of Carl Anderson versus Tamatonga. FTR Bishamon. I haven't even spoke about that. that was a yeah, FTR lost to Bishamon. Yeah. That was that was a great match. Um made me actually, you know, believe that Haruki Goto could beat anybody, which is quite cool. <laughs> awesome. Yoshihashi's yeah. there too. Yoshihashi is uh, also there. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Even the pre-show though, the anti- the the um, Anoki memorial match was oh, also very point. good. Yeah. I enjoyed oh, they had, that. They had all the Muta fuckery as well, which I enjoyed. That was that was yeah. good fun. Yeah, Tanahashi stopping us from seeing Muta doing moons off the piece of shit. <laughs> oh, and and we got Shooter getting a pin. Yeah. Yeah. She's ruining her pick up. Didn't Shooter call somebody else on New Year's Dash? I don't know. I haven't seen it. I have no idea. I can't remember. But Shooter uh, winning with the Death Rider that. made me very happy. I haven't watched that. I read the I read results. Um, but I can't remember. I can't well, we got remember. a Noah invasion, didn't we? Yeah, well, Wrestle Kingdom Night 2, which happens on the 21st of the month, is New Japan versus Noah and by New Japan versus Noah, it's essentially Lij versus Noah because the <laughs> both of them. Just... We just have Kenzo versus everyone. Stiff as a motherfucker. 
Uh, right then, should we move on to a bit of AW? We'll sort of rattle through this because there were three AW yeah. shows. We'll rattle through a bit of AW and then we'll finish off with a bit of GCW because I think we all watched a bit of that, didn't we, as well, at the weekend? I Faze, did. Faze looking concerned. I didn't. I should. <laughs> I, Wait, said, well, I said this last we, week, we ever, since I got five, ever since I got five plus, I feel like, oh, I'll watch it and then like it just builds up. It's like your Steam library. You just keep throwing games in there at the sale and you just never play That's them. literally it, yeah. <laughs> right, okay. So we start out Dynamite, Ricky Starks v. Jericho. Real fun match. Um, oh. Yeah. First time these guys have ever wrestled, I think. Yeah. Stroke Daddy mm-hmm. won oh, against Jericho. Stroke Jericho, Jericho fears Stroke Daddy. Yeah. Jericho, stroke Daddy. I hope that Chris Jericho now goes on like a, a losing streak like that lasts like a year like Kenny did. That's what I'm hoping for. I think they're definitely doing the whole like yeah, Jericho's gonna like have some sort because he's he's been he's been a heel for a bit now. He might have like some sort of mm-hmm. crisis of faith where he like realizes that he's not gonna win when he's been a piece of shit and he's gonna come back as like a crowd favourite, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, spoiler alert, didn't he get his win back in PWG? Yes, he did. We'll talk about the news. <laughs> well, not on, not on um, Ricky Starks, but yeah, this was this was really no, really fun. Really. Um, yeah, Starks is in the Wars of Jericho for ages, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he he kicked out of like he got hit by the bat. You know, Starks overcame all the odds here. He, he did, he did great. Yeah. He, he really looked really strong. Yeah. Um, Ricky's here. That's why. Yeah, it is Ricky. Ricky's getting the push, man. I tell you, um, Ricky's fucking end. Then MJF's title reign going um, into. Yeah, the affairs. Ricky won off just the spear, no Rojambo. Yeah, he couldn't hit it, could he? No, because Jericho is too much of a quote air fryer for him to, uh, <laughs> for him to pick up. Yeah, so after the match, then we had um, the JS for the beatdown. Actually, Andretti runs out and makes the save, but then um, Ty Mello comes in and kicks Andretti in the dick. Um, Jericho beats people with a chair, and then Hager powerbomb Starks off the apron through a table. Yeah, good stuff. He Love loves that. He do, he loves that loves that hat so much. Um, I'm not going to talk much about the Moxie promo, except he says that he's uh, Hangman says tell Moxie he's going to knock his dick in the dirt, which is a really weird choice of phrase. Yeah, but really, he's got Breakfast Club or something. I hope Hangman dies. <laughs> Mox is going to murder a cowboy. Oh, last it's time really... I said that, Hangman nearly died. Though, so I mean, it not. feels it feels a bit insensitive to say like Hangman's going to die. I think the last time he got knocked out cold and had to go to the hospital. But it was I my mean, fault. but I'm I'm really glad that they, we found that picture of young Hangman from a uh, baby from, from WWE the other day. So they can use that as funeral, which is quite nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh man. Next up, then we have the tag team title match. It's like they kindly said this was no horse barred, but then they basically just did a normal tag match for most of it. Which was yeah, kind of I weird. know. It felt weird. Oh, on Battle of the Belts. Yeah. No, no. The acclaimed v. Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal was on Dynamite. Right? No, the No Holds Bar no, one was no, Battle of the Belts. Oh, my God. So this happened twice in one week. Jesus Christ. So yes, this is did. the one where they had the false finish. Yeah, yes, yeah. it did. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm getting... I mean, you can't do the same match twice in a week. You're trying to forget the um, anything with Jay Lethal I'm, and I'm Jeff trying, Jarrett. I'm trying, I understand. I'm trying to forget the horrifying second where it looked like Jay Lethal won the tag titles. Oh, no, thank you. But it was kind of cool what they did. So, so what happened? Uh, Jarrah hit the stroke, and then Bowens put his foot on the ropes, and Sanjay pushed it off, and the ref didn't see it and counted the three. But then Audrey Edwards, who's Audrey Edwards, sorry, who's from the Seattle area, who's like the hometown gal, she yeah. ran in and was like, "Oh no, 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 fuck that shit!" And then the crowd, yeah, not the crowd were great on the show. By the way, the crowd I, I, the crowd were red hot, weren't they? I, I think that was the best way they could have done, like a ref kind of like undermining another ref. Because yeah. they were already out, like, ejecting Satnam. 
so she saw it because she was like there to like get rid of sat nav. There was like it. six refs, oh, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. But it was it was clever because normally you just have a ref come out. It's like oh fuck off, leave yeah. it to it. But because there was another ref to kind of like at ringside to see it, it was like all right, well that, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, lo- I love how they sort of built up as well, like the sort of animosity, particularly between Max Caster and Jeff Jarrett. They seem to like. I don't know how. I don't know how much of it is is shooting and how much of it is a work, but they <laughs> they seem to really not like each other. Jeff Jarrett tweeted something saying he was going to start shooting on Mac- Max Caster, and Bowen said, "If you shoot on my tag partner, I'm going to fucking kill you." <laughs> so I think yeah. like they're playing into it, but obviously there is a bit of animosity there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, next up, we had a quick, very quick interview. Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker. Just uh, Britt's got a great line. Um, so Britt Baker, interesting choice of words, says that she's the boss. She is the boss. She did win as well. She's the pillar, and Jamie's the killer. Which I like that. I like that. Ah, that, that, oh, that's, that's a good tag they've got, team. They've, they've, they've got, they've got t-shirts it? now as well. We say the pillar and the killer. Um, they had them on that. on Rampage, which is awesome. Uh, next up, Brian Dennison just eviscerates Tony Nice in front of his, what is his hometown. It was perfect. Yeah, this was just Brian. This was just like a a victory lap, basically, for Danielson, wasn't it? He just beat the piss Mm -hmm. out of Tony Nese. And he looks so happy as well. (laughs) As things should be. Yeah. Tony Nese was the perfect guy in this as well, because he's he's probably just about athletic enough to to go toe-to-toe with Danielson for a little bit. But then, obviously, there's no way in hell he's beating him. He also got a jobber entrance, which made me laugh. Like, didn't even get an entrance. We we, we can either show Tony Nese's entrance, or we can play Danielson's music at twice the length. And, like, that's probably... um, that's what we want. Next up, you had um, Danielson trying to remain like white meat baby face, whilst also trying to insinuate that everybody in Seattle has fucked MGF's mum. <laughs> Humans, he sounded right, like like someone pretending to be a human. He, he's trying. He, he's like, yeah, it's like it's like watching like someone's dad trying to do like a, a rap battle. He just kept saying yeah. "human suitor" until it lost all meaning. Until it lost all meaning. <laughs> But now it's something that I know will work its way into my vocabulary because yes. it made me laugh a lot. Oh yeah, Danielson's fucking great at shit like that. Because <laughs> he's like a bit goofy, but then at the same time he can literally kill you. So you kind of got to yeah. just get on with it, haven't you? So, <laughs> but yeah. Absolutely. So basically, Danielson said that MGS mom had lots of human suitors, um, and then the fans go nuts for that. And like, the, he's like, anyone, <laughs> anyone here? In one of MGS Mom's human suits, and everyone puts their hands up and cheers, and it was, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was funny. Um, and then um, MGF said that the only people he respects in the business are Disco Inferno, Eric Bischoff, and Jim Corneth. He, he only said that because he knew that Kenny was in Japan and wouldn't come out and just like be trigger him out of existence. And then interestingly, he basically says Danielson has to wrestle someone every week to stay in the one contender and beat them. Um, and Danielson's like, well, no, I can just get up in the rankings and like get a stack shot anyway. Yeah. And then, and then he, he sort of like traps MGF in like a sort of um in sort of like a, tra- a prison of his own making, doesn't he? Like he sort of winds mm-hmm. him up to the point where he, he agrees to basically let him choose the match if he agrees to the stipulation. So if by that I mean when uh, Danielson gets the title shot for um Revolution, it's going to be a one hour Iron Man match. I mean that Probably is going to end up being match the year contender, isn't it? It's going to be mm-hmm. real good, isn't it? It's, it's going to be really, really good. The thing is, though, my in my head, I'm like, how is MJF going to win this? Because didn't he say it was no holds barred as well? Well, no, because in it, so it is because it's an it's an match. But if you get DQ'd, the other person gets a fall. He'll do. He'll do the um. He'll do the Brock Lesnar thing. He'll get a DQ dead early on, beat the shit out of him with a chair, 
and then he'll go like three falls up because he's like, and then it's like Danielson playing catch up. Yeah, I think this match, I'm not going to say it's going to be a carbon copy of Kerr Angle Brock Lesnar, but I think it's going to be modeled on Kerr Angle versus Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. because that's yeah. like the kind of like easiest way to like get heat in a IMA match, and then especially against of... someone like Danielson who like. Yeah, that sort of matches for, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, next up, then, Swift be AR Fox. If you're a Lucha Underground fan like me and Jay, this this match touched in the special place. This was yeah, Excalibur kept bringing it up as well. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he seemed so happy to talk about it, didn't he? I, I was just closing my eyes and seeing AR Fox like just throwing Swift through all the class. <laughs> I mean, they didn't get anything like that quite here, but Swift did hit a Death Valley driver off the top rope onto the apron. They were nasty. That was that's where yeah. did some scatty shit to AR Fox. <laughs> that, that was a particular. You say, oh, yeah, didn't get anything like that, but he still did some horrible shit to yeah, AR Fox. Yeah. It was it was really cool though. Um Swerve just being, yeah, full bastard is everything I'm yeah. here for. I love Swerve yeah. so much. Yeah, give us give us a hell of war match, you fucking coward can I think I think there's a, a, a sort of argument to be made that Swerve is the most important pickup AW made in the last twelve uh, twelve months. A hundred percent. He's he's definitely the best heel they've signed in the last twelve months. Oh yeah, like without question. Yeah, as as I said, like when they signed, I was like, wait till he becomes a scumbag. Wait till he turns heel. You've been saying this like since day one. Oh, Swerve as a scumbag heel is like the fucking best thing ever. It really is. We got, yeah, we got right. like a little glimpse of it in NXT, and then he turned them face. Like, what are you fucking doing? Why? Why are you doing this? Uh, next up, then we had um, Renee backstage with Soraya, Tony Storm, and Sheeta. Uh, Soraya says that Tony's going to be her partner next week, and Sheeta gives him mad side eye. Oh, oh the shit. Yeah, because she said, like, oh, yeah, I'm sat next to the best wrestler in the world, Tony Storm. <laughs> yeah. And Sheeta just like, what the fuck? Right. I remember a couple of weeks ago you said, if this isn't Sasha, like, they've got a lot to answer for. I feel like that's an absolute anticlimactic thing. Them announcing it's Tony Storm, like they've got to do. Something. What if Sheeta yeah. just batters her? So I think well, that's what I'm thinking. Well, like, because there's one of two ways it's going to go. Either Sheeta's going to take out Tony Storm and Sasha and Mercedes is going to come in and like be the surprise entrant, or and this end is more likely. I think what's happened now. I think obviously Nuge have thrown up so much money for um, Mercedes, haven't they? I think they've got her first match. Because she's—they're not going to want her to wrestle on TV in America before she wrestles on TV in America. In America for Japan. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. So uh, I think I think she might turn up. I think she might turn up at the end if there's like a beatdown if Sheeta interferes and like I want I want mob boss Sheeta to come out in like in like the Yakuza Sheeta and just beat the piss out of both of them at the end. I, yeah. I know um, Meltzer said that Mercedes had said she wasn't that keen on having like a full time deal with anyone yet. Meltzer like, says a lot of things. Yeah, but I feel like he'd probably be a bit in the know about that. Mm-hmm. If it's because he's probably when I say he's probably spoke to someone, it's probably Kenny. Yeah. Um, who else? I tell you who he was speaking to this week. He was speaking to Mike Loku at um, Bowler. Didn't before he got murdered. Yeah, um, but yeah, so we'll see. I mean, I think I think I, I, the, the the lack of the lack of we'll talk about it and we'll, we'll give you a spoiler. The, the lack of any sort of uh, Mercedes references on. Rampage and Battle of the Belts, I think, is leading towards maybe she's not going to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was, it was the fact as well, like, they, like Britt did that promo where she was like, why don't you just why don't you just pick Sheeta or Tony Storm seeing as, like, they're with you all the time. Yeah. And then it was like, 
well, she does now. That's like just anticlimactic. But and Brit's whole did. Brit's whole thing is though, all these people coming into AW, and I'm an original, and Jimmy Hayes is an original, and you got all these people coming in trying to take our spot. Mm. Which for me, like regardless, if we do get a Sheeta heel turn, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, as long as, long as Sheeta turns heel, and at some point this year, maybe we see Mercedes for a little bit. I don't know. I'd be, I think I'd be okay with that. I'd mm-hmm. like Mercedes Brit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next up then we are Jay Cargo Red Velvet versus Kira Hogan Sky Blue it's fine um, Sky Blue's Sky... got really good Sky as is got... Kira Hogan Kira Hogan yeah yeah. Um, and Red Velvet showed some really nice character work here um, basically turned on Jay and walked out um, but then Jay just went oh fuck this then I'm just going to pin Kira Hogan and did it was fantastic yeah. it, was, it was like um, Keith Lee getting walked out in Ring of Honor wasn't it he was like well watch I'm going to win anyway <laughs> yeah watch me just smack this person in the face dead hard and win like, <laughs> alright okay yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was fun. That uh, was all right. It was fine. Next up, uh, they basically said they're going to have a battle of belts with Sky Blue versus Jade, um, which we'll talk about in a sec. Uh, and then the main event, Samoa Joe versus Darby Allen. Uh, a wild Nick Wayne appears. I cried. I cried. I well, cried genuine tears because Darby Nick... won. Oh, I thought you said because Nick Wayne was there. Like, that's a bit weird. Oh, no, it was lovely to see him, though. <laughs> that made me very happy. I, I like I like Joe just like ragging him by his shirt. What, Nick Wayne? Yeah. Yeah, and then Tony Devon. Tweet, Tony Devon tweeting, "Fuck them kids." <laughs> God, Tony Devon. Is T- there nothing T- this man can't do? Tony Devon wants um, <laughs> wants shit on Troy's pillow to give him pink, but pink eye. <laughs> uh, but no, this this match was great. Um, it was kind of it kind of went a bit like the last one, like Joe dominated for a bit, but then Darby managed to sort of like turn reverse momentum. Uh, kudos to Darby. He hit a code red on Joe towards the end. Yeah. Yeah, he did. That was fucking phenomenal. That was ridiculous. That was so cool. Um, and then two carpet drops for the win. And yeah, Derby is in his hometown, wins the TNT title back, becomes and the I second, cried. third, the third ever. Second time. time. Yeah. Well, Has yeah. anyone beat Cody's reign? No, yeah. fourth. Cody Scorpio had twice, didn't he? Yeah. No. Did he? Yeah. Him and yeah. Sammy flip flopped it and. Oh god! I mean, it, it got so fucking weird this time last year, didn't it? it was, it's, it's impossible to remember what happened. Yeah, I, I think mean, I'm trying to forget. I, I personally think it was too soon to take it off Joe. I mean, he still got the TNT. No, because it gets it away from Wardlow, which I think is important. So yeah. Joe yeah. and Wardlow can feud over the Ring of Honor TNT TV in the Ring of Honor TV title. And That's Darby, true, but Joe's the king of television, mate. Yeah, but Darby can then have a feud. Darby can just go back to having banger matches with anyone. Yeah, for the, for the TNT. I, I think that Nick Wayne being in the crowd there was by design. Yeah, because they actually they even said, didn't they, like Darby even said, like six, I think it was after the match, he even said like six months time, let's do it. Because that's when yeah. his AEW deal comes active. So, But also as well, Darby said about like the open challenge. So it makes sense if Nick Wayne like debuts challenging Darby. Oh, that'd be so yeah. good. Then beats him because, you know, it's Nick Wayne. He's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really, really fun dynamite. I thought that was one of the better dynamites they've had in a long time. It was incredible. I, I liked the new uh, the new look as well. I thought that was really cool. Uh, the, the, the camera was a little we didn't talk about it. The camera was a little bit spotty at the start, but I think it calmed yeah. down. Yeah, it was it was I think, very... to, I think Tony slapped that new guy around a bit and was like, No, mate, you're not fucking Kevin Dunn. Stop doing it. <laughs> you're not I, getting until he starts you can't have it. Go away. I watched an interview with him. Um the Michael Manbury, is it? Or Michael Mansbury? Yeah. Um with Renee Paquette. Um and he was like, you could tell he was really excited about it. He was like, 
I've not I've not done this for like three years. I'm just really excited to just, just do it. I, so I, just probably, want, I just want to I just want to press all the buttons in the first fifty yeah, seconds. Yeah, like because it it did seem like he'd wound it in a little bit. Hmm. There was a few times like with within Rampage and Battle of Belts where I was like, all right, calm down, because you're missing spots, but it was definitely a lot less than the mm-hmm. first like like Stark's Jericho was like all over the fucking place with the camera yeah uh, right then Rampage kicked off with an awesome match John Moxley and Brian Danielson versus Top Flight remember when we said it's... that um, Darius and Moxley didn't have any chemistry and then they just went well fucking here you go watch this like it's like they listen to you say that and they're like <laughs> fuck you they tasty uh, that spot <laughs> that, that spot where Darius threw Dante backwards over BCC over, I yeah. think it was over Moxley. It was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah. Jesus fucking Christ! It was. Oh, this match was incredible. It was. It was just yeah. I just love this. Like, kind of like it's not really a feud, but it is a feud. Mm. Yeah, they're, they're not feuding because like none of the heels really. But it's like Danielson and Moxley are like, well, if you think you're going to be the, if you want to be the best, you've got to get over us, basically. It, it's like Mox is really pissed off. They took money away from him. Yeah. yeah. So now he's like wanting to kill them. AR Fox hasn't got his yet because you know he's too busy getting murdered by Swerve. <laughs> but it'll happen. Mox will get his soon. <laughs> but I think Mox more more so than anything, though, I think this this really makes Top Flight seem like a top tier tag team. Yeah, it makes them seem like a threat, doesn't it? If hmm. if BCC are like I... so like concerned about them that this is the second tag match they've had with them, like it makes them seem I... like a bigger deal. I feel like top flight are going to be the guys to the throne you've leaned. Yeah. That's my bold prediction for. I mean, what can Max say about top flight in a rap? Like, what can you 2023, say about... sorry. Like, just wholesome um, Probably say something yeah. about Skyblow. Oh, God. Please don't go down that road again. <laughs> hey, but probably say thing... something about Darius' car, right? Yeah, possibly. Oh. Ouch. Uh, yeah, but yeah, really, really fun match. Like, really cool. Uh, next up, we had a little bit of women's tag action. Oh, Adam Page said he's... Um... He, Adam Page said the BCC um, all get horny with each other in Mox's basement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're going he's going to see him next week, basically. Did you see he... Danielson's tweet about um, about the top plate match? No, no. No. He said he beat Darius Martin flaccid. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, what is it with him and Dick talk? Like seriously, oh, like it's like yeah, he's like he's, he's like a biology teacher trying to talk about sex ed, isn't he? But like in a really, uh, really apparently, horrible apparently way. likes call it, he likes calling Danhausen a liar as well to upset Danhausen. <laughs> Danhausen <laughs> always mentions him on his vlog saying he's a liar because he says Danhausen can't like lift as much as he says. Oh my god! Yeah, next up then we had Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker, the Pillar and the Killer versus the Renegades. Love to see the Renegades back. I think it's just their first time on. No, they've been on. They've been on the main shows before, haven't they? They're on Dark a lot, but they've really they... improved though from when they were last on TV. Yeah. I think they're going to get signed. I thought they, they are were signed. There, to be honest. Yeah. Are they? And they're not. They haven't got the graphic yet. They have another. They're not all elite. Yeah, don't worry about it. Neither neither tattoo man who would swear, but he's been signed for months. But yeah. But yeah, this was this was a f- really fine match. The Renegades seemed decent. Obviously, I enjoyed it. there was there was never a doubt that the Britain Hayter were going to win. But no, it was it was really good fun. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, House of Black did some spooky stuff. Um, it was fantastic. Oh, put Eddie, just, put Eddie in it. Just give it to me. Just Malachi addressing Eddie Kingston gives me like legitimate goosebumps. Oh, it was perfect. Yeah, like the the promos that these guys could do when they actually have like a live mic with one another. Mm. Uh, it's gonna be something special. I want like, 
I want like you know like an under like an old school like Undertaker type creepy thing, like with Eddie and stuff like that's what I want. Just Eddie gets in a taxi and he's like, "Where to, Eddie?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then Eddie just beats the piss out of Malachi. <laughs> oh, amazing! Um, next up, uh, Pello. Peligroso, the former Preston Vance. Just, I'm sure they just named him not to rib JR because he can't say those words <laughs> together. Yeah, they, they are still referring to him as Preston Vance as well. Yeah, uh, he destroyed Sonico and then ripped his mask off because yeah, Rich said rip mask off, so he ripped his mask off yeah. for the bands. He ripped mask into two pieces. I was going to say when I say ripped it off, he actually ripped it in half while it was still on his mm-hmm. face, which was quite impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was, oh yeah, Mike Bennett versus Darby Allen in the main event. I enjoyed that immensely. This match, really? I mean, yeah, Mike Bennett's really Mike good, Bennett's isn't he? Awesome. Yeah. And he's lovely as well, like on Twitter and stuff. Not not, not so much Matt Saban, he's just there, isn't he? Yeah. Big yeah. Sammy Guevara energy. Oh, it was it was really it was really awesome. It was a really really fun match. If this is going to be like the sort of the calling card of Darby Allen's time, his second round TNT champion again, just having really banger matches with like technically sound guys, then yeah, strap me Maybe, up. I'm, I'm, I'm all for this. That's pretty much Maybe what he the said, kingdom but... are missing a missing a certain baby. Maybe that's they, what they, we they're wrestling. They're wrestling the Bollywood Boys on uh, on Dark this week. <laughs> No spoilers, but the Bollywood boys are all over this week's BT as well, weirdly. In a really fun okay. way. Good <laughs> boys. Uh, yeah, but so yeah, I mean, obviously Darby picks the win, but it's a really, really fun match. Mike Bennett mm-hmm. looks great. Like he has he has some really good moments. They go they go outside and like, yeah, there's all sorts of fuckery. It's yeah. Really, really fun. Uh yeah, Mike Bennett. You can rest. I mean, he's been in Ring of Honor for long enough. He knows what he's doing, doesn't he? So yeah, former X Division champion as well. Oh god, yeah, forgot about that. A miracle. Yeah, That's right then. Onto onto bo- bonus hour, bonus round, battle of the belts, oh. second hour, yeah. secret second hour. I say secret. They they advertise it on telly, but you know, um, they started out with the acclaimed versus Jeff Jarrett and Jelly So this was the no holds barred match where they didn't really do much no holds barred stuff. They yeah, still tag- they still tagged in and out, which was weird. Um, some fun rapping as well, though. Um, yeah. Obviously, um, wrapping up TNA standing for total non stop acclaimed, which I really enjoyed. I, I that popped me a lot, yeah. That popped me huge. What also popped me in this match was uh, Max Caster hitting Jeff with the angle slam and then putting him in the ankle lock. And a great man <laughs> in the leg, yeah, yeah. Jeff oh. Jarrett's only got like one kind of heel thing, isn't it? Where he just like sort of goes, waves his arms, the crowd moves for the best. I know. But like to be fair, it worked. Like they fucking hated them. Yeah. Ch- oh, fuck you, Jarrett, as loud as they could. The heat yeah. was fucking mad for Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. Yeah. As a chub. Say what you will about Jarrett. Like double J can get you. <laughs> I love it. Who'd have thought? So uh, again, this 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 match kind of got a bit silly in the middle, but I really enjoyed it. So basically, the referee got taken out. Oh yeah, so like yeah, Lethal was going to drop an elbow, wasn't he? Because um, it's when the ankle lock was on Jareth and Lethal went to drop yeah. the elbow, but instead of dropping it on Max Caster, he just drops it on the referee. Yeah, yeah. Which I was like, oh fuck, that's yeah, that's different. Um, so then Jareth's got the guitar and he's like stalking in the ring, but then Bowen's like pulls the boombox out from under the ring. It's like a massive pop. And it's like here's my musical instrument, <laughs> which was great. Um, and then. Sanjay came... 
oh yeah, Sanjay came in and fuckery, and then Satnam Singh comes in, and then Billy Gunn comes in and gets the guitar, and he hits Satnam with it, and like nothing happens. <laughs> yeah, and Satnam starts killing everybody. Satnam choke slams everybody, including Mike Posey. Oh, that was a horrible bump, Mike Posey though. Yeah, it's like that man. That man needs to get some damn hazard pay. Yeah, <laughs> getting fucking bust open in the Briscoes at FTR or whether it's a. Oh my god, that was ridiculous. And then, so then, Mike Posey's dead. Satnam takes Mike Posey's shirt off, which I don't know how that's in any way like not some sort of salt, <laughs> but whatever. Um, gives it to Sanjay. Sanjay puts it on. Lethal hits the lethal injection. Sanjay goes to make the count. Aubrey Edwards again getting you know the hometown the pop. actual savior pulls Sanjay out the ring. Oh my god! The, the, this this all sounds ridiculous as we as we're talking about it, but the crowd yeah. were nuclear for this. The they were crowd so hot for this match. <laughs> yeah. Like I was at, I was sat there watching. Oh fucking hell! This is overbooked nonsense. But then the crowd was so into it, I couldn't help but get into it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I thought um, Aubrey was like gonna actually swing for Sanjay. Like, well, she did worse. Than she gonna... broke his pencil. Yeah, she did. Pencil. Um, and then yeah, and pushed, pushed him over. Pushed him over at the ring, and then the acclaim hit the arrival and the mic drop for the win. Like what? 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 Fucking TNA nonsense this was, but in the best possible way. It was very, very good. Something tells me Jarrett and Sanjay agent at this match. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure either either or Jarrett or Sanjay were booking this match. Jarrett, like, Jarrett do you want to see something fucking insane for himself? <laughs> the, the only way it could be more Jeff Jarrett is if it was a King of the Mountain match. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> Wait. Give it time. Uh, speaking of really good matches, next up then we had Jay Cargo versus Sky Blue, which was really, really good. Yeah. yeah. That finish was fucking unreal. Yeah. These like these are two women who, a year ago, you'd have seen this match and go, oh no, this is not going to go well. <laughs> you'd have been like, oh, poor Sky. <laughs> this, you, know, you think, oh, you think, oh, no, we need someone, there needs to be an experienced person here to like lead the match and sort of, you know, this, this is the potential to go Botchamania, but this match was fucking brilliant. Um, yeah, how much better has Sky Blue gotten in like a year? Like you, you were know. saying this, don't forget she like she spends a lot of time with Dante Martin. I'm guessing just like some sort of osmosis, she just absorbs his power. Definitely. Um, and like through Jade, deep kissing. Jade, yeah, through, through the power of deep kissing, and and Jade <laughs> has um just gotten steadily better over the last like however many months she's been in in TNA, in TNA, in fucking AW. <laughs> Jesus Jared's in my head now. It's, oh, it's no, it's, it's happening. It's, it's, it's game over. <laughs> Well, I'm just gonna put my world on repeat when I go to bed. <laughs> wake, wake up wearing a pair of mirrors, mirrored sunglasses, even though I don't own any. <laughs> it's gonna be really upsetting. Um, all yeah, your like... clothes are so, suddenly silver and yellow. Oh no, <laughs> don't know why. Just getting to the brewery, I've just got a guitar. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> poor Neil. <laughs> uh, yeah, so really good uh, finish. So basically, um, was it Sky Blue goes for a um, like a hurricane runner. Yeah. Didn't she go for a code red? She she'd already. Hit. Oh, it's code blue, isn't it? Code That's blue, what her yeah. mood is. Yeah. Um, but then Jake Argus catches it in like a power bomb position and just spins around and like chucks her up onto her shoulders and like chases her and it's like Jesus Christ, that was she's so crazy quick. strong, isn't she? Like yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was really good yeah. fun. Really enjoyed that. Uh, yes. Then we got to the, then we got to the main event, uh, which is Orange Cassidy versus Kip Sabian. For the Atlanta title. Interestingly, um, Orange just comes out with Danhausen. There's no best friends. Yeah, I know. Because him and Trent have got concerns after their match last week, presumably. Personal issues. I really thought Kip was going to win this. I really wanted Kip to win this. 
Shout out to the bit at the start where Kip Sabian puts orange sunglasses on and then starts singing Zombie by the Cranberries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like for, for reasons. It was yeah. great. Congratulations oh. to Kip Sabian, man, because he's always been a good wrestler, but I didn't give a fuck about him until he came back and now he, he's captivating. He's wonderful, isn't he? Like the box thing really worked wonders, didn't it? Like I mean, I'm glad it's not there anymore. Like like Crazy Man talks to box is not something I need every week, but it it, it, it got <laughs> it got him to the point where he could then build on it, which is now he's done. Like he's he's a very compelling mm-hmm. character. I need him and Crowley. Yeah. Like that's what I need. Shivani compared them, Kip and Penelope to like the Joker and Harley Quinn, and there was definitely like that energy there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so, so partway through the match, Butcher the Blade come down to ringside and they just like sort of chill out, don't they? They just sort of, you know, hanging out. Yeah. Hell of a look of Butcher. Oh, Butcher. And the bunny gets sent out as well. Bunny yeah. gets Butcher. ejected. Butcher came out in a pair of Crocs and a t-shirt with a dog on it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a cute dog though. It was. It was. Uh, but yeah, so after the Butcher and Blade talk, get a bit involved, finally best friends. Come I got as soon as best friends come on, like, right, this is it. Trent's going to fuck up and accidentally hit Orange with a chair or something. I thought he was going to hit him on purpose because he still didn't look happy even Mm. after the like. I think that's just new trend now. I think short hair trend's just angry. I think that's just like. He's always angry. Trent just hates everybody. He's pissed off. He's pissed off. He tried to replace him with Dan Housen. (laughs) (laughs) Never Uh, say that to his mum for giving them a lift to the arena. Ungrateful (laughs) shit. But yeah, Orange picks up the win in the end. Um, in, I, I, I would consider it quite surprising. I honestly thought this was Kip's moment. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest, and I thought that his match with Pac was Kip's moment, and that didn't happen. Yeah. For nah, me, but... Pac, Pac, it was like Pac's first TV defense of the belt. Although I like, I mean, even Kip, like after the match, he was like, all right, this wasn't the result I wanted, but, you know, that this is, this. it's like, it feels like this isn't so much Kip versus whoever he's wrestling. This feels like Kip versus the All Atlantic Championship. Yeah, yeah. I feel, I feel like I feel like the building up Kip to take, if not that, the TNT title. I'd love it. If, oh, like, Kip and I'd, Darby, that'd be I'd, a good match. I'd love it if like the Atlanta title changed hands a few more times, maybe like to the Kester or someone else, and all and the constant was just Kip trying to beat whoever had it, like over several different champions, and then eventually mm-hmm. he does it, like maybe in like six months' time or a year's time, like really stretch it out and have Kip be like the gatekeeper of like the Atlanta championship, mm-hmm. and then eventually get it. I think that'd be a really cool way to book and it. have it like consume them as well. Yeah, yeah, it's because yeah. it's, it's not. It wasn't about Pack, and it's not really about Orange. It's about the, this title for him, isn't it? And like that's the one thing yeah. he really wants, uh, which is yeah, which is really cool. Uh, right then, we'll fly really quickly then through a little bit of GCW Save Me. What's it called? Yeah, um, uh, which which was yeah. on this weekend. Uh, I watched a little bit of it. Uh, I know you watched a little bit of it, Jay. Um, Faye, we'll, we'll do our best to describe it to you. Excellent. Um, yeah, take it away, Jay. There was some, there was some banger matches. Um, yeah, I mean the match that was probably like the one that sticks out was Leon Slater versus Blake Christie, and that was fucking insane. <gasps> yeah, that was yes. awesome. Uh, so this was this was the end of Leon Slater's like American excursion. He's back to the UK now. Um, yeah, they they wrote him off GCW for a little bit. Um, they, they did a really good job as well because everyone was like doing the whole "please come back" thing, and he, like he got back up to his feet after Blake hit like. A scatty looking curb stomp on him. Uh, and then Blake comes out, wraps a chair around his neck, and like hits a running knee on it. Um, How happy were you? Hmm? How happy were you about that? <laughs> I mean, I'm glad you've got Leon Slate to come back to England. Yes. I want America to take him off, off us just yet. That's true. 
But you are a fan of chair necklaces. <laughs> nah, not when it's Blake Christian. Blake, I love how they're building Blake Christian because it's just, it's just like absolute dickhead, like in GCW. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's it's great because he went to NXT, came back, and he got like a bit of a boo, and then he won the crowd back over. And then he got signed to AEW not that long after, and everyone fucking hated him for it. I love how that's a, a GCW heel turn now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I think with Blake, it's because he was like acting like he was like the sort of. The Homegrown talent. Yeah. Like the cornerstone mm-hmm. of GCW. is like you fucked off twice. Um, um, so, match I want to talk about briefly is um, what was supposed to be Joey Janela versus um, Tony Deppin. Tony Deppin couldn't make it. So it turned into. A tag match, it turned into um second gear crew versus Joe Janello and Jimmy Lloyd, which was ridiculously mm. good fun. You say it was a tag match, no one knew it was a tag match because no one announced it as a tag match. No, it was just a, it was just a match <laughs> with four guys and two of them were on. And then yeah, then Dave Prazak was like, Oh, and Janella and Jimmy Lloyd win the tag match, but but then like Emil was like, and retaining his Extreme Championship. <laughs> oh my God. Like, That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, at one point, um, yes, yeah, so one, one of Second Gear Crew jumped off the balcony uh, and landed Matt, on top of just, yeah, jumped off the balcony. He always landed. does that. Like, his, but, his spots are insane, aren't they? Tony Deppin, like, they put a, just sort of put a picture of the venue up and Tony Deppin retweeted it. It was like, oh, I wanted to jump off that balcony. Can someone do it for me? Of course, Matthew Justice did it. Deppin absolutely was not jumping off that balcony. <laughs> There was no way in fucking hell that he was jumping off that balcony. Uh, and then the match I didn't really see because I was, I can't remember what I was, I think I was doing something when, when Sarah was watching. I think I was getting ready to go out or something. Um, and I, I saw like the, the start of it, but I didn't see the whole match. It was uh, Nick Cage and Matt Tremont versus East West Express. Yeah, Jordan Oliver and Nick Wayne. Yeah, this, this was a fun match. Um, Matt Tremont, it looks like he got injured because he was holding his ankle. He was struggling to walk on it. Oh, shit. Right. And um, he did like it. He did the cannonball onto Nick Wayne onto a chair outside. That's not fun. And then he he got up and like couldn't walk, like put weight on it properly. And Nick Cage was like calling the ref to kind of help him out. Um, yeah. But Matramont's entrance coming out to separate ways, everyone singing the song and him coming out on the chorus <laughs> in that venue because it was like an old like sort of like music venue, wasn't it? Did sound really uh, good. The way they shot it was awesome because he walked onto the stage and they were behind them as he walked onto the stage. Oh, that's so good. And he was looking out at the fans all pointing to him singing separate ways. It was fucking great. Oh, also, um, um, Homicide v. John Murdoch was great as well. Yeah, it was bonkers. Homicide, I, Homicide. I, I started watching Homicide 15 years ago and he wasn't young then and he can still go. And it's like, what the yeah. fuck? I was Him and Eddie Kingston, they're just wrestling's violent uncles. Yeah, he's, he's not Tom's side, but I, I'm shocked he beat John Wayne Murdoch. I really was. Yeah, John Wayne Murdoch's like just won the NGI, hasn't he? Uh, which is yeah, but he, he's it's been weird because he won that, and then he won like one or two high profile matches. Then he lost to Effie, which was like a bit out the blue. Like, oh, okay, that's a bit weird. And then I think he lost the tag match, and then he lost here as well. So it's like, what's what's going on here? Yeah. Uh, speaking of Effie, should we talk very briefly about um, Effie's involvement tonight? Yeah. Um, it was Thrussy, the team of Effie, Ali Catch, and Dark Sheik. Um, 
versus Mason's mercenaries. Apparently, Charles Mason had COVID. All right, but, I mean they, they sort of he was ill. They, they sort of spun it off as like saying in storyline, oh Mason didn't want it, couldn't be bothered turning up because he'd already beat Effie and Ali, and there's no point in fighting him again. So he just sent his boys to do it instead. Wow. Yeah, um, which was Paro and Slade. Um, and then Effie was like cut a promo at the start, and he was like, "Yo, Paro, like I booked you on Big Gay Brunch, and it turns turns out now you're gonna take money from anyone." Yeah. <laughs> I give you work, God, you getting enough money. <laughs> Wow. Uh, he actually put it and then like to the end of the match it was a really fun match uh, at one point Paro just gorilla pressed Dark Sheik out of the ring straight to the floor I love yeah. Dark Sheik Paro and Dark Sheik did some fucking insane spots like that Meteora Dark Sheik hit on Paro yeah like she she looked like she was going to just bounce off him and then like he'll just like <laughs> hit the deck really fucking hard um, oh yeah yeah um and then Billy Dixon, who's one of Effie's closest friends, joined Mason's Mercenaries. Um, oh. did, did, did share the on everybody. Yeah, Effie won after him, and um, well, Ali, Ali tried to power bomb Paro, and no, yeah, the match got thrown out. No one did. Did it? Oh yeah, because yeah. Billy Dixon like choked out Ali with cheese wire, didn't he? Yeah, um, <laughs> and, you did. and, and then put a chair around Effie's face and killed him, and then concerto with Effie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Um, so then Effie tweeted, like you said, going forward, I'm going to put a clause that if I book you for Big Gay Brunch, you can't kill me. <laughs> he didn't, oh, he has, we haven't signed the contract for him yet. So if Paro puts the fear of God in me um, to turn on daddy, I'm, I'm sorry in advance. <gasps> Sad Ryan um, noises. Par- Paro's already like threatened us on Instagram. He scares the shit out of me. I love wow. Paro. I, I fucking love him so much. I love Paro. <laughs> Uh, yeah, his horse fight was the only good thing about control your narrative. <laughs> <laughs> it was before it was control your narrative. It was like when it was like free your narrative. Isn't that yeah. when you got tricked into watching one? Yeah, because they put before they put you knew shows on YouTube for free. So I was like, oh, I'll go check these out, see what he's all about. Before I realized, like EC EC three was like a potential Nazi gun nut. Um, <laughs> And, Try and make come for Paro, stay for Uncle Cracker. It's like, what can possibly go wrong? Well, Paro on both shows had, had hoss fights with Dutch from the Righteous. Yeah. And, and they basically like, used that to tease Bray, didn't they, as well? Like, they did. Remember that? Yeah. They did. They, they did the brawn, they did. They teased Bray, and then it, and Bray was like, yeah, you're all right. <laughs> Bray's that turned up to a fucking Uncle Cracker tribute. On, mate. On, on the first one, they had Cardona coming out to Ghostbusters, though, which was quite good. Yeah. He made his entrance in the Act 01, and instead of Ghostbusters, it said Cardona. That probably cost more money than they drew on the door. <laughs> oh, it, was, it was it was the ones that were like um that were like um cinematic matches. All right. All right, that probably cost more money than the company ever made. Oh yeah, it was before it was a wrestling company. It was like just EC3 just doing weird shit. He's like, remember that one cinematic match I had with Moose that everyone thought was shit? Mm-hmm. What if I just did that forever? Uh, on the on the second one as well. They did have 2.0 being basically like Statler and Waldorf. Oh, nice. They were just drinking coffee in the balcony. The only reason that I knew about that one was um, because of their show, their podcast that they did, that they did about it, like the, yeah. the like the day after. EC3 like invaded their show. And yeah. Like, oh, we're going, we're going to control our narrative. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
And he was uh, literally just sat on the balcony drinking coffee, like just being like Staten and Waldorf. It was fucking yeah. best part of the show. It was. Yeah, right. Speaking of that, speaking of the show, should we move on to section two of the show? Uh, we've got a lot of we've got a lot of news to talk about. So we'll have a quick break. If you're on Jack's radio, you can have some music, you can have some Foo Fighters, some Eminem, and some Pixies. We're really, I've gone off the wall with the music this week. It's, it's great. <laughs> um, and we'll be back in a few minutes to talk all about the news. Are you having trouble sleeping or always feel tired? It's time to try Recovery PM and see why thousands of customers keep coming back for more. Most over-the-counter sleep aids are just melatonin. The problem with that is, if you can't relax and fall asleep in the first place, that melatonin is going to make you irritable. Recovery PM is a professional blend of nine clinically proven natural sleep aids and tranquilizers plus magnesium, so you're going to relax and then experience deep sleep and wake up refreshed and ready to attack the day. Your whole life is affected by lack of sleep. Your work, your relationships, your mood, your performance, and guys, that includes in the bedroom. Did you know that lack of sleep reduces your testosterone by as much as aging 10 years? So upgrade to Recovery PM for 30 days and you'll be amazed how you feel. Thousands of people already have and over 85% of them come back for more. So now Jay, I know you have been taking Recovery PM for the past few weeks. Yeah, last uh, how, three weeks or so. How have you been finding it? Um, I'm honestly finding it really good. Um, I've noticed my sleep's a lot more regular, like a lot more regulated, I should say. Um, I'm not nowhere near as groggy when I wake up. And definitely less irritable. Definitely less irritable. Um, <laughs> I'm, again, it's it's benefiting me because I've started a new job and obviously my sleep has drastically changed. Um, Especially like you, I know without without giving too much away, you, you've been working from home, so you've been obviously you've been doing nothing that everyone who works from home does with it. Wake up like ten minutes before they meant to start work. Yeah. So well, for you, for not, you being able to wake not up, not today, full hour, mate. <laughs> so for you, like being able to wake up, and feel sharp, like straight from the bath, yeah. is is really beneficial. Oh, it's awesome. I'm I'm not a morning person at all. I'm terrible at like when I wake up. I'm terrible at kind of like sort of motivating myself to do anything for the first like sort of 10-15 minutes I'm awake yeah really I, 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 I can tell the staff have been working for you because the Discord has been a lot quieter at night time with you not shit posting all the time so <laughs> yeah that's true that's true uh, so if people want to follow in your footsteps Jay and they want to get hold of some of this Recovery PM and improve their sleep how can they do it? Uh, go to recoverypm.com and use our code UWP all in caps uh at the checkout for 15% off your order. Uh, you can also use that at legacysubs.com as well. Um, same code and yeah, 15% off. It uh, really helps the podcast out. Uh, means we can do a lot more cooler stuff that we're kind of like looking at doing um, in the new year. And if you're wondering where Recovery PM comes from, it's um, sort of spearheaded by Nick Aldous, who is yeah. a high, high level professional athlete. He knows exactly what he's talking about. He's run Legacy Subs for a number of years now. He really he knows the game. He knows what it's all about. Um, we had him on, the, on an interview as well, and he kind of gave us a bit of a background on the company within the interview. Oh, sweet. So, yeah, go and check that out if you want to learn more. And, yeah, get the best sleep of your life today at recoverypm.com. Yeah. <laughs> 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 News.
Now, obviously, we're back. Bit of news time. There's only one place we can start. I've got a special thing lined up here. Only one place we can start. I hope this works uh, with the news. <laughs> oh, no. Yep, he's back. Spend five Big. minutes on a fucking podcast with Aaron. <laughs> in. Yep, I'm putting the, I'm putting the cuttings in now. Uh, hopefully that worked and it got recorded properly. <laughs> Otherwise, it'll look, I'll have to edit it in. I have I have actually recorded it separately just in case. Um, so yeah, obviously the biggest news of the week, uh, Vinnie Mac is back. Um, it turns out if you're the majority shareholder of a massive company, you can just put yourself back on the board because that's a thing that happens. And it's fine. Yeah. yeah. All right. Like I'm not being funny. There's surely there's some kind of fucking law against what he's done. <laughs> Apparently, America, mate. Doesn't matter. Like, like corporate sabotage. He basically said, Oh, yeah, if if you don't give me power back, I'm just not going to negotiate the TV deals. And I need to kill this creation. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like bad when he brought the NWO back. Sorry, so this is interesting. So I don't know if it's the same in the US, but in the UK, if you're a company director, you are bound by law to act within the best interests of the company. So but interestingly, Vince wasn't the company director. He wanted to become a company director. So he said, if you don't make me a company director, I will tank the company, basically. He said, I'll block the sales, I'll block well, the rights deals. Because, because he's majority shareholder, he gets he gets like the final say on it, doesn't he? Yeah. So I'll read out I'll read out the official. So Vince McMahon has officially returned. Vince McMahon has officially returned to WWE's board of directors as the majority owner of WWE's Class B stock. Vince was able to re-elect himself to the board alongside former co-presidents Michelle Wilson and George Barrios. Vince has also made changes to WWE's bylaws so that upcoming media rights deals with Raw and SmackDown require his approval. Wow. You know what else? There was three people who stepped down from the board. Two of the people who had to step, uh, that he made step down from the board, essentially, were the two people fucking investigating him. Yep. Like, what, what carny fucking mind tricks is that man doing? So, funnily enough, apparently this is like an actual storyline from one of the series of Succession. Really? I've never watched it. So. Apparently, someone said, like, this is just Succession. My, it's actually a storyline from Succession. Right, uh, so next piece of news, we'll rattle through because we, really, we went really long on the first second. We've got a lot to talk about here. Uh, second piece of news on this, following Vince's return, executives Stephanie McMahon, Nick Khan, and Frank Riddick held a, quote, all-hands-on-deck company meeting. It was stated that the... This is, this is crucial. This is the scary bit. It was stated that the current management will remain in place and no changes to creative will be made, quote, at this time. Oh no! Well, Meltzer said about it that um, initially Vince had tried to like regain creative control as well, and like the board would just flat out like, "Nah, fuck no," because the company's doing well when you're not in creative control. Yeah, and then like, that was kind of like the make good was all right. We'll let you do this thing, which seems obscenely illegal, but sure, <laughs> whatever. So they also said uh, Vince's return is to help the company with future deals as well as potential sale. And they said another option mentioned was, quote, a possible avenue to take the company private again if it was the best outcome for shareholders. Yeah, so... So um, bring the blood back. Is that Cody's doing? Well, so what they mean by that is basically just um, stop trading publicly, which would, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, one thing that's quite interesting about this is that um, I think it's, it's JP Morgan 
Uh, ah, that's my next point. So, uh, yeah, Alex Sherman yeah. of CNBC has reported that WWE has hired JP Morgan to help advise the company on a potential sale, reporting that if a deal occurs, it would likely be in the next three to six months. Likely buyers were mentioned, such as Comcast, which is NBCU's parent company, Netflix, Amazon, Endeavor Group Holdings, UFC's parent company. This is the big one. Warner Brothers Discovery, TNT and TBS's parent company. Imagine. Disney, Fox, Imagine. and the Saudi Arabia Public Investment Fund have all been mentioned as potential buyers. Imagine AEW and WWE being on the same network. <laughs> that would be you know what, though, right? Like Forbidden if, Door. If WWE <laughs> sell, best case scenario, they're gonna work with AEW, aren't they? Like yeah. they're gonna figure they'll figure something out. The the main stumbling block really is Vince. Yeah, like. Obviously, Tony's like said, like the Triple H and Stephanie tried to poach talent off him, and yeah, I mean, if it that seems like it's true, that's very, very like bad kind of thing. But the fact that the fact that he managed to sort of like without like being so cliche coexist with within like Wrestle Kingdom <laughs> where they had like talent, both had talent on that show, and even Noah as well. Yeah, like it, mm. it. It obviously shows that open to kind of like negotiation. The same, yeah, being within the same kind of like environment without going. Well, I'm not doing a fucking show up there, there, or my yeah. talent aren't going to that show up there. Fucking talent's there. Well, don't forget, Ric Flair's last match had Jeff Jarrett under WWE contract and AEW talent in the same match. Yeah, yeah, Jay Lethal in the same time. All it took, it, all it, it took was for Ric Flair to nearly die on live TV. For that time. <laughs> it, it also let's try it again and um, see what else happens. It, it also had Jeff Jarrett throwing beer at people, which was fucking great. <laughs> and Ric Flair having possibly both a worked and shoot heart attack at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, right. So yeah. So there's a lot of lot of, lot of obviously. Um, so obviously, if there is any sales, if there are any sale talks, obviously everything's confidential. We we won't, we won't know about anything until it's signed off. But yeah, mm-hmm. the, the, the the sort of not concerning thing, but the big thing here is Vince has final say on any sale now because he's got all the power basically at the top. Because he's the king of the castle, apparently. He is the king of the mountain. He is the Jeff Jarrett in this situation. <laughs> uh, I I love the fact that like when it got announced, he was back. Um, Shane, well, Vince's grandson, Shane's son. Was like big win or big W or something like that. Yeah, I was like, uh, the only reason you're saying that is because he he's obviously like trying to get one last big fucking payday. That's his fucking inheritance. <laughs> Your dad's just gonna sweat it all away, mate. Don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> Shane's gonna blow all that money on trying to fucking buy UFC again. Yeah. Uh, Raw right. Underground will happen. Do you hear me? <laughs> just, make, just, make, yeah. just keep trying to make Raw Underground happen. Just spend all hey, your hey, money on it. Shane McMahon's blood sport. Oh no! <laughs> we need someone else now, don't we? Everyone else is left. Wet sport, so. more like blood sweat. <laughs> blood sweat and sweat. And sweat. Shane uh, blood sweat. So right, we'll move. We'll move away from from Vinnie Mac's Nightmare Factory, and we'll talk a bit about Bowler. Uh, because the big we talked about it very briefly. Uh, we did none of us watch this, I think, because it's impossible to watch if you're not like. Well, I'd be uh, amazed if you did. I mean, goddamn super dragon. Waiting for Scarlet to show me the fucking little... Blu-rays out of his booth. <laughs> Arnie piece of shit. I imagine, I imagine him and Super Dragon just drive around LA in like a fucking ice cream van selling fucking DVDs. 
I I imagine that Excalibur's probably had the conversation with Super Dragon about four times at least this weekend. Yeah. Go, why why don't we try and get it on Honor Club? And Super Dragon's like, yeah, but we sell Blu-rays. <laughs> yeah, but this special features. I've, I've already bought the Blu-rays, so we've got to do that. They're all in my mum's house. They're in the spare room. Like I've got to do something. He's got so many. He doesn't even have a house anymore. She tells me I've got to get rid of them before next Christmas, or she's kicking me out. Look, I've got to fucking shift them. That's why they don't use receiver anymore because it's fucking the armory is just full of Blu-rays, like a packing plant for PWG Blu-rays. Yeah, so we'll go over something. So the big, obviously, the big news apart from the actual tournament itself, was Chris Jericho made his PWG debut, which sounds insane, like insane to me. Um, so what's what's insane was on when I was watching GCW Ryan the night before, I said to him, you know, I'd love to see someone like of the calibre of like John Cena showing up at like a GCW show or a PWG show or something like that. And the following fucking night Jericho showing up, I was like, <laughs> That's insane. That's wild. You've willed it into existence. So, so the, um, that was the that was a big, that was like a big exhibition match. The last six months. So this was the Jericho Appreciation Society. That was Chris Jericho, Danny Garcia, Sammy Guevara, Matt Menard, and Angelo Parker, with Ty Mello, Jake Hager, and Anna Jay. So the whole fucking crew were there, basically. Jake Hager yeah. and PWG. What the fuck's the world coming to? <laughs> uh, they defeated Evil Uno, Kevin Blackwood, SB Kento, Jonathan Gresham, and Michael Oku. Uh, Ken Chris Jericho got the pin on Kevin Blackwood after hitting a Judas effect. Oh, Beck, yeah. Beck Black told that like a fucking champ. <laughs> yeah. So, go for the rest of the show. Um, there was another non-tournament match, which was Latigo and Taurus defeated Aramis and Ray Horus, which I'm sure was fliptastic. It probably was. Aramis is incredible. Uh, so then in the... Um, was this the second night? That was, that night was second two. night. Night, night one. one um... Um, there was a triple threat where the winner went on to face Mike Bailey. Mike Bailey essentially had to have four matches in one night. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, okay. So it was Bandido beating um, Black Taurus and Latigo, I think. Um, Takeshita yeah. beat Michael Oku um, by murder. Um, technical murder. <laughs> Um, Daniel Garcia got DQ'd. Yeah, kick, Daniel for Garcia. Kick, for, for kicking that dickhead van. Um, no, no he, he, he first he kicked some woman's drink out of her hand and then she went to the bar and got another drink and it got kicked out of her hand again. Um, but no, he, he hit... Who was it? Was it Deppin that he was facing? No, it was um, Titus Alexander. Oh, yeah, that was it. Um, and he hit him with the belt, didn't he? So he got yeah, DQ'd. They they did they did um the Eddie Guerrero spot as well where um where he hit he hit Alexander with the belt and then he threw the belt at Alexander and went down. Yeah. And the referee had like took a bump, got up, looked at them both and then hit the deck himself. <laughs> That's so <laughs> um, funny. But yeah, um I'm trying to think who else was in the tournament now. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the results from from Sunday. So this is this was all the second round matches plus one first round match. So the final first round match, uh, Mike Bailey beat Jordan Grace. She beat oh, Jordan Gresham. Grace. Jordan Grace beat Gresham in the first yeah, round. Yeah. In the first round, well, Matthew no, Slamovich was, was also. She beat so, Alex Kelly in the first round. So next round, then you had. So the second round started. You had Takeshita defeat Titus Alexander. Apparently, that match was amazing. Titus Alexander is very good. Uh, you had uh, Brian Keith defeated Masha Slamovich. 
Um, a match I really want to see, Commander defeated Bandido. Commander's fucking silly. Uh, then... Commander's like what Bandido was like about five years ago where everyone was like, who the fuck's this guy? Uh, then okay. Mike Bailey defeated Sean Skywalker. So then that was that they were quarters. In the semi-finals, you had the Kesh to beat Commander and Mike Bailey beat Brian Keith. And then in the final, Mike Bailey beat Takeshita. Everyone Brian was like Keith. super over for Brian Keith as well, because he was a late well, entrance. Yeah, Brian Keith replaced Leo Rush. Oh, um, right, okay. And he's um he I can't remember what he does now in um He's part of uh, Warhorse's wrestling school. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Warhorse, when we interviewed him, he, he was like, Brian Keith was a guy really like putting over. He's like, yeah, Brian Keith's like fucking awesome. He just doesn't get enough. There was wreck. a load of buzz about him on Twitter. Like, because I've been following um, like a lot of the bowler stuff on Twitter and like running up to it. And everyone was made up about Keith. Like, it was so good. Fair. Yeah. Um, He's. I've I've only seen one of his matches before, and I I was impressed. So I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to seeing, like what, what his bowler stuff was like. But yeah, I, um, saw, I saw I saw I also I saw uh, I saw a, a, video, a picture as well um, during like the intermission of um, Dave Meltzer like having a chat with Mike Logan, which is awesome because I think obviously Mike Logan's been doing really good work for a long time, and I think he's really starting to blow up now, which is great. My, yeah. Michael Oku had a five star match with Will Ospreay and Red Pro last year that Meltzer would give five stars. Oh, nice. Uh, That's good. And I think it was January last year. Um, and I know Tempest from Wrestle Talk said, like, if there's one match from last year you watch, it it should be that. Yeah, okay. Um, Rev has had some, like, secret bangers, hasn't it? Like, this past year as well. Yeah, I mean, one thing I did... Secret. I didn't realise that uh, Tony Depp was talking about today. Tony Depp and wrestled Robbie X in Rev Pro last year sometime. <sighs> yeah. That, it's not real. Don't worry about it. Fake, fake wrestler Robbie X, actual ghost Robbie X. Don't your Robbie X wrestling. <laughs> like Bigfoot. Uh, like right, we'll move. Bigfoot. We'll move on. We'll go, we'll go back to the E for some little shaky camera. We'll go back to the e, we'll go back to the E for some non-Vince related news because uh, there was a few bits. Remember this also happened this week. WWE announced money in the bank's going to be in the UK, and that wasn't even the biggest news that came out of the company this week. <laughs> I mean, what a wild it, week it's been. It, it's. It's very tone deaf of WWE to put money in the bank in the UK when we're going through a financial crisis. Yeah. They're going to get Rishi Sunak to like fucking open the show. Oh, fuck. Rishi Sunak versus um, Zack Sabre Jr. I'll be fine. Rishi just comes out like on the stage and opens like a fucking briefcase full of like gold bars. (laughs) Just get him to, instead of John, uh, instead of um, JBL, get him to come out with Baron Corbin. Yeah. No, thank you. Um, another quick... <laughs> so that's that's a thing. So that's going to take place the O2 in London, the former Millennium yeah. Dome, on Saturday, July the 1st, 2023. Um, another thing we need to discuss very briefly is that Seamus and Drew McIntyre are now called the Banger Brothers. Mm, yeah. Let's and not discuss that. There's a, there's, well, there's a team in GCW called the Bang Bros. Yeah, and they were, I mean, on the, they were, yeah. They were actually on the show, weren't they? They, they, yeah. they had a title shot against uh, Las Masios. They're, they're the fourth Banger with yeah. Las That was a really good match. Yeah, um, after after um, having Sawyer Wreck commit actual murder on them a few weeks before, I love Sawyer Wreck so much. She's great. And she chokes on one of them through a door, and like he lands yeah. on his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a final bit of nice positive news to to finish on. Um, 
John Laurinaitis's first post WWE appearance had to be cancelled 24 hours after being announced. Speaking on behalf of Big Time Collectibles, Bobby Fulton announced that they had received quote only negative feedback, resulting in the decision to cancel the event. Amazing! You'd love to see it. I, I was Five stars. They had laryngitis, but you know, no, because everyone universally hated it, so they had to. Go, they went, oh God, <laughs> I no! Mean, we, everyone we made... dislike this. <laughs> We've made a mistake yeah. here. We have to cancel this event. This incredible. If it, I mean, if it was a son-in-law, that'd be all right. But yeah, you know. deep, deep right. That's what we got mate. That's what we've got in May for, though. That's what yeah. I'm holding out for. But yeah, that was just oh. So you don't expect to see John O'Reilly just a fiddle of a wrestling or comic anytime soon. I mean, no, if John no, no people at, power there. If John O'Reilly no. was at a convention, I'd had I'd, I'd feel like compelled to throw something at him. Maybe you could pay me to like. Is, is he like do the that? John Prescott of WWE? <laughs> yeah, that's it's, it. It's, I'll tell you now, Johnny Ace, if you listen to this, it's on site, mate. <laughs> I'd love to see you. Egg, Johnny. Oh, Fucking amazing. I can get eggs for anywhere, mate. I, I, I used to work <laughs> in that arena. I know where the kitchens are. <laughs> Fuck off fucking side of beef Adam or something. Jesus. I, I I think you should invite him to the brewery and then just throw eggs at him when he gets there. <laughs> I don't think it works if I invite him to my like to my business. I don't think I don't think I'm allowed to think about it. Like we made you a beer and then just it's, like it's not it's not your business when he throw when he shows up, it's Neil's. Yeah. So deal with the legal ramifications. Fair. Like Neil, Fair. what are you doing inviting him here? Uh, right, I think that's going to do us for news. That was a nice one to end on. I enjoyed that. That was, uh, yeah. Just, yeah. just imagine John and I's sad face when they tell him this. He's like, but he told his wife about everything. Oh, I'm doing a, the public love me. I'm doing a book and I'm doing an event. And it's like, oh no, e- everybody <laughs> literally hates me, so I can't do it anymore. <laughs> when I'm sad, I'm going to think about that and feel miles yeah, better. Just, just let, 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 it, let, it, let it sustain you. It'd be great. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're going to have one last quick break. Uh, if you're on Jack's radio, we're going to have some Black Keys, some Craig Finn, and some Future Islands, and then we'll get back with. Um, we'll run down something a little weird. We'll run down some stuff. It'll be, it'll be fun. Stick around. Okay. okay, we're back for part three, real quick. Um, so normally we do something like little talking points here. I have some like fun conversation to, to questions, but one thing I wanted to do with this segment, especially since the three of us, I just want to talk about all the shows that are coming up in the next couple of weeks because there's a lot of them. I think I've worked out I'm going to five different promotions in the next like four weeks. Am I also going to five different promotions? No, I'm not. I'm going to Maybe. three. So I've got we've got. I'll, and we'll go through. We'll come back and go through them a little bit more. We've got Mercer Massacre at the weekend, TNT. Yeah. I've also got the Ignition Show. And the Ignition Show. We've got Wrestle Island on the 29th. Yes, we have. We've got, uh, I just before that, I've got OTT in Wolverhampton. So where, sad. Where I'm meeting Eddie Kingston. So, so can I fill your place in the podcast when you pass away? Because you're just like that happy. I'm, get, I'm getting my beard trimmed just for the photo. I'm going to take with Eddie Kingston. I'm getting my beard professionally cut so that I don't look like an absolute like feral beast when I see Eddie Kingston. Speaking of which, back to a bowler, I've just remembered, I forgot to say. Um, on night two, Eddie Kingston's on commentary with Excalibur. Oh, exceptional. Uh, um, then there's also... Um, 1PW. 1PW in Lincoln, which is featuring, for that. featuring Will Ospreay fighting fake wrestler Robbie X. With Am half I a face. Sorry. I don't, know I'm go- I don't know if I'm going to that. No, it's... You should uh, do. We're all going. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, that's also going to have... Um, Tyavar- oh, we'll get we'll get past it. So we'll start with Minnesota Masco, which is this weekend. Um, that's headlined by Leon Slater versus Driller for the yes. title. Yes. We've also you got... I think Leon Slater's taking the belt of Driller. 
I think it might be. If he's mm-hmm. not, he's come close and it'll set it up later down the line, I think. Yeah. And um, we've got a four-way for the um, Ultra X Championship oh, as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Is that Scotty Raw? Scotty Raw. Cerise and that new Reese. guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to bang. Um, did you see, Lizzie did, Evo and a mystery partner versus did you see, the um, Oh, and Soft Pro as well. Sorry, me and Jay are going to Soft Pro. I'm also going to that. Oh, are you? Yeah. Yes. You get to see um, um my one of my favourite people of all time, Commander Stephanie Sterling. Get I won tickets to TNT. Destroyed as, by Daddy. As is the um, prophecy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, remember <laughs> that? Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I, you get to see me like panic when I meet Josh Alexander. That's going to be fun. My one mission for that is to get Commander Sterling to agree to an interview. <gasps> you you yes. do that, I'll... I'll be talk to Josh Alexander about how he murders people with like J drills all the time. Right, so so we'll, 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 we'll go back real quick to TNT because you've also got um, Lizzie Evo and a mystery partner, probably Zyberoxide, against the She Wolves. No, That's who I thought it was as well. Um, um, we've got La Rebellion at uh, back. Yeah, they're against like yeah. like us, Jim. Should have been the Greedy Souls, but we've double booked them for some reason. So yeah, like us, Jim. That'd be fairly good. That'd be, that'd that. be good. Um, we've also got um. For the kids' um, ignition show, we've got a rumble. Oh, the ignition rumble's always a good laugh, yeah. We've RPD. got a... Um, well. RPD is fighting somebody else who's from Blackpool, and I can't remember his name. Um, I thought he had an open challenge. Um, is it William No, no, no. Is it William it's, been, it's been answered. No. He wouldn't <laughs> fight not... his favourite person in the world. <laughs> um, we've also got a, um, a three-way between... Alexis Falcon, Aurora Tevers, and Lucy Sky, Ooh. as well. Yeah, but that's and Lan Travera is in that rumble as well, which I'm excited for because I like. And Aiton Steen. And Aiton Steen, yeah. Steen is also going to be there. Yeah, that's going to be real good. Uh, move on Upsetting then. Setting to... all the kids again. Moving on to rest. <laughs> Speaking of rumbles, Wrestle Island also have a rumble. Um, we know for a fact that Casey Payne is coming in number thirty. It's going to be so good. Yeah. Um, is Lance? Has Lance got a match? Lance um, is defending his belt, yeah. I think Lance, Lance is defending his belt against Brady Phillips, and he's probably going to die. That's it. I mean, Lance is in danger because Warren Banks is circling now, isn't he? So. <gasps> yeah, he's back, yeah. isn't he? Spe- speaking of Warren Banks, uh, might be talking to him this week, mightn't we? Well, we, yeah, we let's, let's, not confirm, let's not confirm that until we've... Uh, We're waiting on confirmation on that. Um, we've also got... Um, who's... Cri- Who's Christy got? Because he won that um, All Valley tournament. So who's oh, he? Is, no, he's having, he a pres- he's, he's having a presentation. Oh, yeah, can't wait him. for that. Uh, yeah. so good. Some Pol- kind of war crime onto somebody. Polish mm-hmm. Barry's in the rumble to get more Barry verse. Yeah, but apparently, um, what a Polish Stephen he was calling himself when he was dressed up as um, Doctor Strange. Fair. <laughs> I, I, um, oh, I oh think- yeah, of course. But- um, Holly Hudson taking on uh, Tyler Adams for the I love- title. I love Holly. That's going to be, yeah, Aggie in it. Fucking hell. Yeah. That's going to be like Lizzie Evo at like, levels of like scouse anger. Ah, uh, imagine when we eventually get Lizzie Evo against Holly Hudson. Yeah. It's just the match. It's just the show where. Um... Is Chucky back for this? Is he is he doing something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he is. He's, uh, he's, he's doing. Eating a sausage roll. <laughs> I mean, that's all he Oh, can do, we eat a sausage roll with Chucky? And that's the thing that we do. He'll probably get a picture with us from the podcast because 
he always likes stuff we put out. Fair. Love chalky. Good people is chalky. Uh, yeah, so Wrestle Island, obviously, again, I, I, I've watched it all about this all the time. Me and Faye have been to a load of shows. Jay came with us it's for the first so time. Good. It's Yeah, it's such a good show. Um, right, we'll move on to Soap Pro then, because um, we, we got a bit carried away to talk about that, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, there's some bangers on this on this show as well. Um, really looking forward to this. Uh, so yeah, Josh Alexander, obviously, is one of the marquee names. Uh, they're also having a six-way women's match to, to crown the first Soap Pro women's title. So that's L.A. Taylor... Mercedes Blaze, Lizzie Evo, Tonga, Harley Hudson, Lucia Lee. Tonga should win that. That's, I mean, it's in, yeah, she's, is she, she's from Manchester, is she? She's, she's from Manchester. Yeah, she's like the And also, she's your new latest obsession, just, you know. Oh, we've got Manchester. Joseph Connors and Simon Miller as well. For the, for the world title, yeah. yeah. And um, Josh Allen. Leon Slater. Yeah, that'd be well. good. Who's Leon facing? Um, Enza, Cara. Oh, nice. And Scotty Too Hearty? What? Hey? According to the Soft Pro website, Scotty Too Hearty will compete. So, didn't Scotty pull out that much with... Scotty pulled out the show because he was meant to be... He got booked against Sterling and then... Oh, yeah. He showed his eyes. Harley is in the scramble match as well, which is going to be amazing. I'm so yeah. excited. Harley's I love thing. her. She she's not. Tonga's gonna fuck her up. I love Harley, but I haven't seen Tonga for ages either, so I'll be happy about yeah, that. This, I think the this, last time this, I saw this website it... needs updating because it's, it's yeah. got like three matches on the road, and most of them are wrong. Uh, yeah, we're, we're getting, it was meant <laughs> it was meant to be Scotty Tuhati versus uh, Commander Sterling versus Shreddy, but um, Scotty Tuhati for reasons that we're not going to go into here because you know. I mean, um, to be fair, he was probably too scared of Shreddy anyway. Like, let's be honest, he, he did what he didn't want all the smoke off Daddy. So yeah. Um, <laughs> Took his ball and went home. So it's just going to be. Prezi's on a murder. He was going to fuck him up. <laughs> it's, just be, it. it's just going to be Commander Sterling offering their body as tribute to Shreddy, basically. I said this to someone in work today because someone in work, um, like you and my Tom, watch Commander Sterling. And I was like, I hope you realize that when you come to this, Commander Sterling is going to get murdered and you're going to have to see that. Like, that's going to be a thing. Yeah. It's going to be horrible, but also beautiful in in like yeah. in the same way. Just like you know the murders in like Zodiac. Um, <laughs> yeah, stretch, shreddy. <laughs> uh, it's just, it'd like, be great. It's going to be great to see Shreddy again. Uh, that's going to be really good fun. Um, I think Neil's coming to this as well, so I think yeah, it's going to be a good crew. Let's go into this as well, which would be really good fun. Yeah. Why, nice. I, why do I keep why do I keep seeing Sam Gradwell on the website? Is Sam Gradwell doing something here? Sam Gradwell is wrestling at RBD. Uh, oh, hang, on, um, hang on, I've, I've got, I've got, I've got more card here. Right. So, oh, yeah. good. So it's, it's, no, it's oh right. So it's Josh Alexander versus Kez Evans. Yeah. And it's Sam. My, Brad, it's Sam Bradwell versus Brady Phillips. Ooh. Double then Brady. Then it's Collective versus RJ Singh and the Models. I like RJ Singh. In a perplexing match that surely has some sort of like story behind it, Ian Skinner versus Smashing Mike with Smashing Mike's dad. Yes. <laughs> um, the eighty-seven <laughs> versus Born Ready. That's the team of um, RPD and someone else who I don't recognize. Oh, um, oh, he was at. He was in a match with um, his match with Shreddy 
against Shreddy and Jimmy Jackson was incredible. Oh, they're nice. very good to watch. So he was obviously his backup against uh, against the yeah because yeah. again he's from Joe, Blackpool. Joe uh, born ready actually. Yes, they are very good. Like I was. Well, Joe's really coming to this as well, isn't he? So. <gasps> yes. We'll go for Palmer. It's going to be so good. Yes. <gasps> yes. Let's do that. Uh, right, then finally, finally, we'll talk about 1PW because this, this feels like the big one, doesn't it? Um, it's like it's probably the biggest, like, so oh, I need to get a ticket for it. Yeah, okay. So, oh, yeah, this is 1PW on the 18th of February in Lincoln. Lincoln's a weird place to get to, like, trains are weird, but it, it's worth it, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, so I'm gonna try and go. They've got a video of the card, which is fucking annoying. So, first of all, uh, John Morrison versus Nathan Cruz, Johnny, Johnny 1PW. Johnny one people. Johnny Lincoln. Johnny Lincoln. <laughs> uh, we've got Lincoln sounds um, like he should be like playing in a fucking old cricket club or something. We've got an eight man match. <laughs> like eight George Formby tribute. Got an eight man match. John Schuyler, Charles Crowley, Luke Jacobs, and RKJ versus Will Cruz, Amir Jordan, Callum Newman, and Scotty Rock. Can't wait. Um, I'm excited. Like Charles, Cra- Charles Crowley's been giving it big to Scotty Rock on Twitter, basically saying um, he looks so much like an 18, a 15 year old boy that his girlfriend's in serious trouble. <sighs> you know what match I'm really excited for, though, besides the obvious? Uh, hang on, let me, see, let, me, let, me see, let me see if it comes through on the card because uh, I think I know which one it is. Uh, well, it, I mean, we've got Ty Valkyrie <laughs> versus Ta- uh, Tonga, which would be fucking fire. That'd be great. Yeah. Always want to see Ty Valkyrie in action. That, that's awesome. Uh, it's the match. Oh, we've also got Mark Haskins versus Rhino. Yeah, that's a thing oh, that's oh, happening, which is wild. Oh, uh, so, Faye, would you possibly be talking about Lizzie Ever versus Ruby Soho versus Sessionmouth Martina? Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> I'm so excited for that match. I don't think I don't think we've ever even got Lizzie versus Sessionmouth, have we? Like that's not we never had that in TNT. No, we had it we had Lizzie that long ago. Because it was Lizzie versus Mickey, was it Mickey James? Yeah, yeah, um, at the last one PW show, um, and it looked fantastic. Everything then, about how all right. If you want one more match, how about the Rascals versus Man Like the Reason and Leon Slater? Oh, I can't um, wait. Leon yeah. Slater, Ray Miguel, just like doing like things that grab like tell them they can't do. They must have installed one of those switches like what Top Flight have in the arena. Uh, how yeah. about Karen Noir versus Davy Richards? <laughs> Who'd have thought we'd have been getting that? Like, <laughs> I never. You sure you don't want to take that. a finish, Jay? I'm going to get one. <laughs> um, and do we have any more? Do we have more? I think we have more. So I'm waiting for the video. The video's got like another. Um, Ulf Herman is there. Oh, thank you. It is there. Uh, all right, this is the big one. Will Osprey versus Robbie X. Yes. Robbie X isn't real. <laughs> Can't hate you. I've also Will... never seen Will Osprey like wrestle in person, so that'll be nice. I know it's going to be so good. Yeah. So what a fucking card that is. Like, will will, will the... Osprey have face back by then? <laughs> but I think it's what? being surgically regrown like a vat, like in Star what? Wars. Will, will, will he be? Will he be like Nicholas Cage in that scene and face off where he's having the ciggy with no face? Because <laughs> having a Nando's with no face, all the yeah, kids fucking it's... running screaming at the restaurant. Because his face what, is um... on the table in the Tokyo though. What um fuckery is Vic, Vicky Haskins gonna do to Rhino though? That's the that's the. Oh, she's that's gonna kick thing. him so hard the dick. 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, right. Um, yeah, so, I mean, obviously, I know people are probably losing their shit about WWE having an, an event over here this year. Uh, I Obviously, I think WWE is, at best, a little bit dull and, at worst, intrinsically evil. So, I'm like, not the first class for this. But uh, it's just, obviously, what we've just discussed there proves that you don't need no WWE. You don't even need no AW. There's so much good wrestling happening in this country right now. Mm-hmm. So, we were having a conversation, obviously, about women's wrestling a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, when we were talking about, like, what women's matches, like, have been really blown me away this year, the majority of the ones that I thought about were, what have I seen at Wrestle Island and TNT? Yeah. They've just been, and even in progress, they've just been next level. And, like, yeah, there's a lot on the British indie scene that really, really has, just is already at that that calibre. 2023, yeah. we we back. Yeah. Any, any British indie that puts on Lizzie Abbo versus Alexis Falcon, you're guaranteed like an absolute fucking mind-blowingly good match. Yeah. So they're, they're, speaking they... about Lizzie Abbo and Alexis Falcon, did we have that Iron Woman match this year? Was it like the last year? Because that, that match was, was 2021. Was it late 2021? Or Absolutely, am I just... Because we, we, we talked about it with Lizzie when we interviewed her like in early 2022. Yeah. Yeah. We did. Uh, right, on that note then, I think we we'll wrap it up. Faye, thank mm-hmm. you very much for coming back on. Obviously, when I said you're welcome on any time, it means I will be bugging you every Monday to come and record with us. So That's totally fine. Be, like, be I'm for that. more than happy to do that. Yeah. Uh, Jay, as always, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, you know, you, you are the Mr. Regular. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad your voice <laughs> is back. Yeah. yeah, where'd you find it, by the way? Where about was it? Oh, it's down the couch. Ah, good. Uh, typically, yeah. yeah. That's, where they, that's where they like to go. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> thank you, everyone. Next year, years. Uh, yeah. Thanks everyone for joining us. As always, um, yeah. If you want to go and check out some of that wrestling, we're going to be all them shows. Come and say hello. Uh, come and you know drink a beer um, mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, yeah. Thank you all very Eat much for joining us. Have a sausage roll. That fucking brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see you all next week. Take care. Enjoy your wrestling, and we'll see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Hello, yes, Danhausen here. Danhausen has been summoned. You must love this podcast, Housen, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Housen. Mm-hmm.